You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. back i'm your host mr you thank you again for joining us on the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life wherever you are today and however you're listening to they call me mr you the podcast thank you for making us a part of your morning your day and your week we your weekly mirror check before you go change the world baby you can find us on facebook instagram and the twitter you can download and subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast i appreciate you guys taking the time to do both thank you for listening sharing us, and subscribing. Go change the world. Welcome back, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Hope you're enjoying season four thus far. It's been an awesome ride. Uh, as you already know, one Thursday out of every month for season four, we talk about relationships. Usually on a different slant, maybe a different edge to it, but at the end of the day, we're talking about relationships. And this may be one of those episodes that you may feel like you're being cut on. It may kind of be... A little tight, but I have to deal with it first. And I really believe that it's at the end of the day, at the end of the episode, at least you're going to come out feeling a lot better about where things are looking. Your outlook may be a little bit brighter. Hopefully, that's my intention anyway. I'm excited about you guys getting involved with this with us. I hope you really enjoy the way you look at the end of the day. Now, I asked a question many moons ago on social media. Ask the question, are you a river or a reservoir? Well, what do those those two terms mean? Now, on the surface, they're both bodies of water. Obviously, they both look similar. They're commonly found and naturally developed, but they both contribute something different to the environment. Now, one is a promoter of life. The other restricts or constricts life from growing. Rivers are active and they flow over and through lands to help the growth of crops and plants, obviously. Reservoirs are dormant and without life. They don't flow outward. They don't supply needs to surrounding areas. They simply sit stationary and wait to be filled. But because they have no outlet, they tend to suffocate and choke any life that remains in it. Think about that. Maybe you don't hear the relationship theme there, but it's in there. Trust me. Excuse me. If you ask anyone from another era in time that's watching our country right now and our culture from a distance, one of the things they've said and will continue to point out probably is the lack of self-awareness. Everybody is so busy doing me and living their best life. They don't even notice the damage left in their wakes. It doesn't even occur to them that they wrecked somebody's life or somebody else's dream just so they can achieve their own. Their desire to be relevant or comfortable obliterates the basic human needs of some other person that deserves the same liberties and benefits that they have. 
no self-awareness. They don't hear what they sound like. They don't know the impact of what they say. They just do what they do. They call it being real and true and authentic. It's not. If all of us did that at that same rate of speed, the world as we know it would have imploded decades ago, maybe even centuries ago. Do you promote life-giving initiatives or do you restrict it so you can feel safe in your space or your tight-knit groups that cater to what you like and what you can accept? River or reservoir? Are you all in or are you all out? Do you freely give or do you freely receive? You know, I... I share the story from time to time but about my background because I think it's important to understand me and why this show even got started and the motivation for why I continue to do it on a weekly basis. But I came from a world where the freebie was like striking gold in the 1800s. It was the highlight of everybody's day in my neighborhood and communities just like mine. Some great philosopher once said, there's no such thing as a free lunch. No one listened to him. (laughs) And now look. Is your world centered on what you can deal with and what you can handle and what gives you ease? That's generally where the reservoir begins to form. It is a void. Fill it. It's not enough. Keep filling. I need more of this. It's still not enough. I need more of this. I'm going to add this. I want to add some of this too. And now some more of this. It's still not enough. I need more. People don't generally have time to share and pour out because they're so hyper-focused on elevating themselves to a place where they're either comfortable, satisfied, or relevant. If you ask an opinion poll of these same people, almost everyone to a man probably doesn't even realize that they're even doing it. That they're in that kind of rat race or they're in that chase, in that pursuit. They don't even realize it. That's how subtle it is to get caught up in what you want and be focused on you so much that you realize that you don't realize that you haven't invested anything of any substance in anybody else or in any other life. You've just been receiving and taking in. You become a consumer rather than a producer. Self-esteem is never on discount. You always have to pay the full price. I said it again for those in the back. Self-esteem is never on discount. You have to pay the full price. There are so many that want and desire relationships, but they see the world around them through broken or distorted lenses. All they're going to see is a distorted view of people in general, motives, and a dream that's fractured before it even starts to come to fruition. They see the world as potential contributors to their cause or to help fill their voids. It's a me-centered society that we're living in right now. They view themselves as good ground and sow seed into despite what their characters may indicate. We're talking about relationships, baby. These folks that have the reservoir mentality never extend themselves outwardly. They're only interested in what comes into them. It's a conveyor belt kind of mentality. Do you know anyone like that? 
be honest about it. I know you're behind a screen or in the comfort of your own home or you're jogging or you're doing the laundry. But are you like that? Is that how you've been functioning lately? Having a reservoir mentality is a one-way trip to self-fulfillment. You never feel as though you're filled. You can get support and help, but you always have a gripe or complaint. It'll never be enough. It's a hole that just can't be filled. It's basically a brown paper bag with all your goods in it, but a hole in the bottom of the bag. You never hold on to all the things that you think are valuable. The river understands the universal law of sowing and reaping. If you want corn to grow, you need to sow corn into your field. If you want soybeans next year, you sow soybeans this year. If you sow selfishness, discord, and envy now, you reap the same. If you plant seeds of joy, generosity, and abundance out of a heart of compassion, that's what you can expect in your harvest. This is a universal law and it cannot be bypassed. The whole world operates like this. Ask the question if you're a river or a reservoir. And everybody to a man is going to choose river every time. Primarily because no one wants to be the alternative. No one wants to admit that they have a reservoir mentality. And I can't blame you. I get why you wouldn't want to own that. But many of us have that mentality. Come on, y'all. The reason why we're doing this show in the first place, one of the biggest reasons because we want to be the mirror check before you go change the world. You want to be a place where you can have a different perspective and evaluate your life. Is there a consistent flow outwards? Is generosity synonymous with who you are on a regular basis? Does all resources flow into you and stop right there? People wonder why they don't get blessed or why they're always struggling and they can't create wealth. They can't seem to get ahead, so to speak. It could point to several different things. It could be a specific mindset the person has. If you have a mindset that you have a, you're always going to be in poverty, everything you get is going to go right back out because you're, or you're going to hoard it because you think you're afraid to lose it because you have a poverty Related mindset. Some people might just have a lack of connection. They may not know the right people who speak the vernacular of abundance or the vernacular of wealth or the vernacular of success. But I add that maybe it's because when resources come into the hands of certain people, their hands are closed. They don't live with open hands. They're not generous givers or sowers of seed. They just want to be given to. They want the benefits without the effort. They want to have comfort. Does that sound like anybody that you've seen in our world lately? Is that not part of, of the culture? Is it not baked in right now? Like a reservoir, a poisonous environment is created where nothing can live or thrive in it. Not just the reservoir themselves, but n- nobody attached to them either. It's a sad commentary, but that's the life of a lot of people. I used to wonder why there was so much uh, high levels of uh, suicide rates and divorce rates and mortality. You may find several reasons for this. and I'm sure that there's 
a lot of different factors. There's no one size fits all where that's concerned. I don't claim to be an expert on these various serious issues, but but the one thing I, that is a common denominator is the focused. Most times, people who are in these spaces are focused on themselves. You hear when it comes out in divorce courts. You hear it in testimonies of people who know the person who may have decided to take their own life. You may even hear it in just different accounts and experiences. Most times, people are centered on what they want at the expense of others in the relationship or that's in proximity to them. They don't think about the impact of what would happen if they made that choice. I'm going to tell you guys a real quick story. I may go into the more detail at a later time, but most of you guys know that I was in the music industry for uh, about a little over a decade. We had an independent record contract, so we were actually a signed group. Uh, We did shows all over the tri-state area and even beyond that, even into Pennsylvania and some places in the East Coast. And our record company had decided that before we got started, that we'd be put on the shelf. Uh, For somebody who spent their entire life, well, I should say every single waking moment of their life, at least for 10 or 11 years, grinding and and hustling to try to make a name for themselves in a really tough music business, even at that time. It it wasn't a good feeling to know that you were going to be on the shelf. I didn't take it very well personally. And I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of dark thoughts that I, I, I didn't, I didn't talk about it a whole lot. My family doesn't even know about it very much. Matter of fact, they might be hearing about it right now for the first time, but I had some real dark thoughts and I had some ideas that kind of came to my mind. Not saying that they were my own thoughts or anything, but I, I thought about doing something to myself. I was that depressed and feeling that low and my self-esteem was hit. I'm like, this is what I know how to do. And now you're saying I can't do it. And I'm trapped here because I'm in a contract. So I can't go anywhere else. So you're saying I'm stuck. I can't do anything. That didn't hit me very well. And I had some real dark thoughts. I thought about hurting myself. And I share today because the reason why I didn't go through with my plans was because I thought about my little sister who was still a a toddler at that time. And I thought about how she would feel if her big brother, her protector, wasn't here anymore. When someone thinks about taking their own life or they want to divorce somebody they've been married to for 30, 40 years, the thought about other people really play into the picture. It's usually about how I feel. If I continue on that path about how I feel, there would be no, they call me Mr. You, the podcast, because there'd be no more Mr. You. People who are in those spaces are focused on themselves. When I thought about my little sister not having her brother anymore, and my mother not having her only son anymore, I felt even guiltier that I even thought about this. Because my life affects other people. Your life affects other people. People who are frustrated with why they don't have a better job 
or why their friendships keep failing or why they hoard everything because they have, have a fear of losing it all. Those are all self-centered feelings. But those are just some common areas where self-focus solely can have dramatic consequences. There's a quote by the great philosopher Zig Ziglar that I love to share. You can get all you want in life if you help other people get what they want. It's opposite of what the world teaches us, but it's such an outstanding concept. You can get all you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Could you imagine what would happen to your outlook if you wake up thinking how you can be a blessing to somebody? Before your feet hit the floor, you already have a plan to buy coffee for the person in the line behind you at the local coffee house. What if you ventured to, to say, you know, one kind word or something encouraging to everybody that you meet on that day or that you work with in your office? Imagine if you're in the supermarket checkout aisle and you intend to purchase the groceries or the families in front of you or the person in front of you. That's your plan. If you dig deep enough, you can find multiple ways to serve someone or just be kind and generous. This is the opposite of what we've been seeing in these rising mortality rates and, and things like that. If your focus is always on making someone else's day better than it was, you can't help but be happy and fulfilled. I know this from firsthand experience. I've been on both sides of the aisle. Are you a river or are you a reservoir? There's a story that I stumbled across and it touched my heart. The story is, a, is told about a mine worker in Ireland, I believe, during the Great Potato Famine of 1847. Yeah, I never heard of it either. But he bought his lunch each day to work but he ate it alone. Stealing away from his co-workers, he would then open his lunch pail. The other workers burned with curiosity, wondering why he was hiding his lunch every day. They assumed that he had some delicious morsels that he refused to share. Finally, they couldn't stand suspense any longer. Someone went and opened his lunch pail to find it was full of potato peels. While his children were given the potatoes for their lunch, he took the peels. His great sacrifice was actually assuring him that he would get most of the vitamins and the minerals that are contained in the potatoes because obviously they're in the peels. Not understanding what science has revealed to us in recent years, the father was enriching himself rather than his children with his sacrificial giving. I'm not sure this story is a true story or not, but it really doesn't matter. Self-sacrifice has shown that when we put others above ourselves, we are the ones who benefit the most. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you again. Are you all inwards and focused on you and your needs and feeling better about the voids in your life? Or are you all out? Generously giving with compassion because you know you will feel better when you take your eyes off of you and put them on others. Your perspective changes dramatically when you look at the world through the eyes of others and not just your own. Can you handle that? Are you all in? Or are you all out? Wherever you are today and however you are listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Please download and subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking that extra step to help us out. We, we appreciate it very much. Hope you enjoy your day wherever you are. Whatever you're doing. 
God bless. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.